Hello. Welcome to uh, another poetry episode of Curiosity Killed the Cat. Now, on this beautiful, wonderful, no good, very bad day, this comes from the recesses of my art and poems book, although this is neither art nor poem. Self-help books litter my table to help prevent the fear of a childhood's child's I already messed up <laughs> to help prevent the fears of a child's imagination transformed by a woman with schizophrenia. Teresa Krasniuk, my mother. As I pen this, my right arm is subluxed and resting upon my guitar. The shakiness amplified by muscular weakness and sensory difficulties as my Neurons fire to regain feeling along my upper back. I am not unique or special, yet this lifetime directs me into this haze of flashbacks where I am experiencing immense discomfort in the sensory realm. Almost like a a roller coaster as Machine Gun Kelly expresses it as he's cutting out a series of repeated pleas for help. As I hover over imagining my life through my mother's eyes from watching her struggle in the same way brought from marijuana and my cats, I am visually transported into this hellish parallel realm where I am a participant to my own self-destruction but I have no control over it as everything around me crumbles. I remember... I remember these, one of my mother's implantations to my childhood psychological health as I was parented by her unregulated emotions and mental illness. Childhood development seems like such a precise thing. Putting myself visually into a universe I spent an entire two decades running from in order to heal from feels ridiculous. Plus, all the mixed connotations about wanting to further understand what made my mother so damaged that her love harmed me in such an intense way. These rejection feelings cause a physical discomfort when I'm overstimulated. The cycle of thought is the swarm of remembering mom's inability to self-regulate, to needing me to parent her, wanting my own child but knowing how frustrated I get with the cats especially if I'm in a hyper-focus, which is always, then I self-hate and further reject. We all seem to want life to be easy. Meanwhile, each human experience is the star of their own TV show. Think about it for a second. The intricacies, interest, wow, the intricacies, wow, my brain, the intricacies there we go of shifting perspective from a borg-like mindset of one to picturing the starfleet academy graduation day all the boys i've loved before helped that image shift into my consciousness last night in a way which brings clarity to reality's complexities blurred by subjecting another sorry subjecting each other to points of immediate access at all hours of the day as normal how many of my days were spent enslaved to the ding 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 of my cell phone addiction. Newsflash, 
technology dependence is the year 2021. Like we had no choice. The government of Canada deemed the viable solution to Manitoba's disability problem is cured by a one-time donation of $200. I don't know about you, but I'm finally not struggling financially thanks to my first time living in a sustainable financial bracket as a low-income citizen. I use that word loosely. Society considers me a degenerate based off of my physical appearance and the negative dollar sign in my bank account. Tweets about CERB recipients are directing the route this is taking, whatever this is. Directionally, I'm at a crossroads between imposter syndrome and self-deprecation. Just using all the words mom and dad taught me to attribute attribute self-abandonment right down to the cellular level. A single strand of DNA. I said it wrong, but thanks, John Hammond. Thanks, John Hammond. Badger is doing zoomies around the sunbeams. He's playing with his shadow cat on the wall. In the time I have lived here, it's never hung a now leasing advert on the 19th floor balcony. So I guess they finally did that. Anyways, back to the whole point of writing this. Giving mental energy to everyone else and neglecting my own immense emotional needs that help me balance well or rather that help me behave well rather shitty to myself. Like living off Diet Coke and cookie dough and a lot of marijuana, which was last night. At Devon's, I ate a bowl of cereal, a bag of chips, and a chocolate bar I stole from the basement. Sorry, Corbett. Hey there, Delilah, why is empty Venus eating a bag of chips in the dark and swiping right on 21-year-olds on Tinder? I'm 32, by the way. Delilah is a spider. Rose hair, actually. She's quite badass and originally named after that. Princess Little Piddles, insert Bob's Burgers image here. If you're like me, you love Bob's Burgers. There's nothing about that show I don't like, except it'll one day end, so will my life. Melodrama. <laughs> there was a scene in the third installment of All the Boys where Laura Dean is lying in her on her bedroom floor in a very ode to Tina Belcher sort of way. Circle back to narcissistic abuse when you become the flying monkey and you're unsure if the one fooled, if you're the one fooled or the one doing the fooling. Attention to detail is overwhelming. Get on their level, as Pam said. Facebook friend, not Beasley. Presenting how we dump heavy, intense, energetic feelings on each other. Like we become so unregulated that we forget our past selves reflect how people react to our present emotional self. As much as I love reading a bunch of texts to comprehend what's going on in a situation, my trauma brain is so one-dimensional that I'm used to seeing exactly why I need not consume energy like that as it unnecessarily confuses me from my self-regulation detective as opposed to adding my narrative to someone's trauma. Hence the unsolicited advice quadrant which leaves everyone invalidated. This can cause me to run or avoid selfishly as my brain responds with, I gotta put me first. I put so much of me into everyone willingly and it's caused me a lot of emotional harm. I guess it's like breaking up with my abusers and keeping them at a distance where I can control my environment in any way while not regulating theirs. All I know how to do is fix childhood trauma. (laughs) So I force myself into all the cracks forcefully. 
That's how my mother taught me to love. People use drugs for what harm my mother caused. But isn't it time I stop wanting to be saved and start saving myself? That's why I'm conducting this anti-social media break. Unintentional at first, but the day, the two day no posting has caused some grief amongst my friends. <laughs> I need to focus on me and not, and not feel guilty about who can't handle my lack of availability. haven't been on the floor since the last time you attempted healing your energy your grandfather flashbacks that rocking chair is especially triggering in vulnerability with my subluxations i don't choose to remember traumatizing things but this is my first atomic moment awake since i started my journey last summer i guess the air highlights that realization that there's more than just me and bad feelings to live in fear of. Cosmically from across the universe is a hypermobile babe. That's me. Shifting the daydream intersectionally, teetering a brink of intrusive thoughts which vulnerably distract me from believing I'm not just distance distracting myself into writing the most elaborate suicide note ever. Which isn't what this is, by the way. It's just discourse to adaptation. Machine Gun Kelly sings, throw me in the damn flame, narrating a powerful prophecy of suicide amongst Hollywood elite, Peep, Chester, Mac, followed by his own depiction of a suicide attempt after he put his daughter to sleep. And this is about, Pe sorry, this is about um, MGK. After he had put his daughter to sleep for the night, all this negativity I, I need to get away from. I just want relief from my stress, sings NF on his track, My Stress. Reminds me of my own struggle with suicide ideation. Habitually seeking out recreating moments that left me feeling so wholly aware and safe when you're a trauma baby, safety is subjective and chaos-inducing. When you know what preventing feels... Sorry. When you know that preventing feeling abandonment can cause us to say and do some pretty ridiculous stuff to re produce a result in another person. Let's call it the how much can I push you to see if you'll still love me, even when I'm being a jackass title of my sex tape. I play this game a lot. Unfortunately, so it didn't feel so awesome once I became aware of this, how this could affect other people. Like, I love you, please don't leave me. Oh my God. <laughs> how many times I lashed out at people just for trying to love me. She drove me away with her emotions. Title of your sex tape. Omega chose the name for herself. MGK. I am the alpha, I am the omega. And Omega was the most fierce depiction of what the song depicts. When I reconnect my joints, sometimes it's like picking up a limb off the floor when the sensory profile hovers just out of reach. Even still, I can't get you out of my head. What to do when everything feels bad? Step one, cry lots. Are you still crying? Okay, 
Maybe we should do something else. Three hours pass. You're still in bed? Okay. It's fine. Starts fawning. Where was I? Before my trauma response kicked in, where was I? Yes. I can even have a fawning thought cycle when writing an article. I'm overstimulated and I'm sad, as Machine Gun Kelly's bloody, my bloody Valentine, bloody Valentine, whatever, flares a third time over the last 24 hours driving this Spotify-induced dark hole of perfectionism has pulled me back into marijuana stupor just so I can experience some relief from disability's pain. Bliss? Maybe. I'm too hard on myself as I consider the worst parts about myself to be completely unregulated, sensory-seeking. Some call this enjoyment. The thing is, enjoying anything feels dangerous to me. I have lived confused to this impossible set of standards imprinted on me from my parents. Realistically, I'm not so bad, but I still view myself as degenerate to society's high standards. After all, I'm unemployed. You'd call me a starving artist, but I've only been an artist for a couple weeks. See, I really like labels. Poet, artist, lover of dogs, cats, even the hairless ones. Especially the hairless ones. But I bet you've never had someone block you because you made them pet your, your sphinx. Ask me about it later. Maybe I'll tell you the joke, but probably not because Emberly is screaming from the bathroom and all the sounds are too loud. Hashtag marijuana highway. Where I don't take myself too seriously, but I always take myself so seriously because nobody knows how to use their sense of humor anymore. As someone who has spent their entire life surviving, I'd love to enjoy those moments. I don't become trapped inside the dog cage inside my mind. Like digging yourself out of a Snorlax pit. Yes, you read that correctly. Zzz. Pokemon, for those of you who aren't up to date on the lingo of us kids. Take me off your worry list, Blue October. I'm just trying to live my life. I very much earned without distractions of when all the trivial shit flowing, the well of all the trivial shit flowing through my mind. It's already so complicated with the intense energy reservoirs required for relocating my joints to exist in an area of comfortability. Who I, who am I when not producing though? There's this vision I have of myself, but I can't even do the things yet that I'd need to get there. Jack of all trades, master of none, perhaps a lack of self-exploration. It's like I could spend a small fortune to try, produce beats and never accomplish the dream, or I could use what I have now and just try the cell phone voice recorder for the vocal overlay, but that means you need to speak when you're alone. I want to get as good as tech, or NF, or... Eminem personification floating through the hemisphere of clouds, the mixtape. Hosting a hip-hop radio show like The Underground. Double vision. I don't have to be afraid to move. And then I, I wrote, maybe this should be a podcast, another daydream. I wrote that during COVID. It would have been the winter I believe this last winter maybe it was earlier than winter because 
spring. No, I want to say spring. Either way. Sharing my things feel very strange. This is going to be a song one day, but um, it's not a song right now. Now it's just spoken word. Number five, all my demons want me dead. In the realm of hungry ghosts, I'm falling. Demons on my shoulder provoke addictive behaviors, incentive without looking at consequences, under functioning and predictable causes, like heroin or Percocet. Those beads hanging around your neck keep calling out to me. It's purgatory trying to fill the shoes of my mother while subjectively having to raise my little brother. You're safe now, or at least safe from me. I never could have harmed you the way she did. Or maybe that's exactly why you don't speak to me anymore. Resentment waves heavy on my mind as I cry for the hundredth time about everything. Daddy leaving us, but then mommy lied, didn't she? Your stability means everything to me, and I'd still die for you, even if it's only figuratively. Sheltering you from my disdain after our father's suicide destroyed me mentally. All the forgiveness and I love yous couldn't, in the world couldn't bring our family back. Slipping through the cracks and I'm hyperventilating, or could I ever breathe right? Not sure, because I've been obsessively, internally, I've been obsessively, I've been obsessing internally over this body for so long, I can't remember. Five years old was a nightmare. Dopamine starved, damn circuits of the limbic system, emotional complexities, take hold of a father wielding self-preservation from his schizophrenic lover. That would be my mother. Time she took both of us away from me, from us, and it's not fair. But nothing's fair when you're playing Monopoly with analogies. Pasco collectively shame yourself directionally. Board games or social violence. That's how it was described to me about this rat race. That's life though. You turned off the lamp there, Cohen. Hey, stop turning on the light with your skin. He's a, he's, he's an naked cat. He's turning on the touch lamp with his skin. All right, glad, glad to have shared some of my workings. Please join us next time for another episode of Rhetorical Curiosity featuring Ludacris, featuring that guy from Simpsons, featuring Tamako, featuring, featuring, featuring. Cohen says good night, good day, good morning, wherever part of the world you're in. And if you like this, please send us some money so we can pay our bills. If you don't like it, Please, please, sir, can we have some more? <laughs> the cats and their love have, have a beautiful evening.